everybody, welcome back to Sales is King. Dan Sixsmith, glad to be back with you. Another great episode of the podcast. This is our 43rd episode, which is amazing. Um, having a great time with this, and I think we're um, really starting to uh, get some good momentum here. want to thank you guys all for listening, uh, our regular listeners, our new listeners, um, our subscribers. Uh, those of you have the, that have rated us and written reviews, thank you. I'd encourage anyone else who likes the podcast, just quickly pop up a review or a rating so we can get a little more visibility on the uh, platforms. So um, in addition, want to remind you on LinkedIn and Facebook, I am doing a daily video vlog as you may want to call it, a vlog um, called Sales is King Tip of the Day, where it's usually anywhere from a one-minute to four- or five-minute video with a daily tip of the day. In addition, I recently added a Sales is King rant of the week uh, where we just kind of go off a little bit (laughs) on what's happening um, that might need to be changed in the sales world. And uh, so that's been fun as well. So today's episode is selling to the millennial buyer, right? The millennials are out there today and having a huge impact on business. 20 to 35-year-olds, which I guess you could consider millennials. And there was a new study by an article In Harvard Business Review, it was a study by um, the Merit Group on B2B buyers that are millennials that are age 20 to 35. What are they looking for when they are going into the marketplace and looking for vendors, for partners, for suppliers? What are their criteria? How do they go about it? And the interesting part of this study, first and foremost, was that um, one-third of these buyers actually had sole decision-making responsibility. So um, 33% actually are pulling the trigger themselves. And 73% um, are involved in influencing in some way, shape, or form. So... It's very important, right, because we're, we're hearing about personalization. How do you personalize? How do you add value? How do you become relevant? So when we're researching these buyers, we should also be researching, particularly when you go on to LinkedIn and the social sites, how old are these buyers? Are they old school or new school? Because if they're new school, it looks like you're going to have to take a different approach. And that's what this article Um, tells us. So let's go through this and pick out, and they're basically referring to um, the millennials as, quote, digital natives. You know, so people that grew up um, raised in the digital environment, they knew nothing else. It's not like myself or some of my colleagues, contemporaries, who, um, you know, Go back to old school days where it was just the phone. And then it was this exciting thing called the fax, you know. Um, And we had AOL, you know, dial-up internet. 
where you'd listen to the phone ring and then you'd, you, you know, you'd sit online for an hour, you know, to see like one or two sites, you know, pre-broadband. So, you know, total dinosaur type stuff. But um, so, you know, really good stuff in this. Um, let's go through what the key elements are in this article. And the article, by the way, is called, let me just pull this up for you guys. Um, how digital natives are changing B2B purchasing. How digital natives are changing B2B purchasing. And this is in the uh, HBR from March 14th. So it's a new article. And I jotted down some notes for you guys. Um, and I just need to get to it. And we will go from there. So. Like anything else, um, these buyers, I should say like everyone else, these buyers are doing plenty of research ahead of time before they engage with sales, right? You know, we've heard this, this stat has been prevalent for, you know, numerous years now. So, you know, what are they looking for when they research? And if you were reverse engineer it back, this means what should your content be like? What should your social presence be like? Um, they're looking for a little bit different than kind of standard. They're looking for more about the corporate personality. And we heard this from the um, gyro group as well. What's the corporate personality? What are the uh, corporate value system? And how does it map up to the buyer personality and value system? So we need to have content that reflects this. And I think when we think about sales and I think about, you know, your social profiles, it's got to be more than just the sterile kind of what you do and who do you do it with? But there's got to be your personality. You've got to have, you know, videos out there or articles that demonstrate the type of person you are, the type of company that you work for. Is it a fun company to work with? You know, is the team going to be, you know, smart and fun? Or is it going to be a bunch of stiff shirts that no one's going to enjoy? You know, um, really, really important. Other things that millennials are looking for, you know, what's the company's kind of uh, philanthropic position? Um, you know, we rarely see that in company websites or social profiles. Philanthropy is very important to millennial buyers. Um, next, environmental, you know, are are the companies environmentally conscious? Do they care about the environment? You know, that needs to come across in the messaging, in the collateral. Um, you know, social responsibility is another one. You know, how socially responsible is the organization? Um, you know, what is it like in that regard? How socially responsible are you, Mr. or Mrs. Salesperson? 
And Mr. and Mrs. Salesperson, do you care about the environment? And Mr. and Mrs. or Mrs. Salesperson or Miss Salesperson, do you uh, care about philanthropy? You know, do you volunteer your time? You know, do you um, get involved with charities? Do you make charitable contributions? Do you care about the environment? This is, you know, this is a whole nother gear, guys. This is a whole nother gear. This is not, you know, here's our client list. Uh, here's our solution package. Here's a few testimonials. You know, here's our CEO blathering on. No, that's not what they're looking for. So very, very important. And, and then as a kind of a, a slight tangent, and we talked about this in some of our very early episodes in the podcast. Um, so let, just think about this for a minute, right? Sales is not being invited in until later. Buyers are doing research on their own. So why, salespeople, can't we be part of the research? How do we do that? How can sales be part of the research? Well, if you publish enough content about your company or about your solution or about the challenges in the industry, if you're becoming a thought leader, if you're putting out videos, if you're speaking, blogging, vlogging, um, you're going to be part of that research. When the buyers start to look online, you're going to be popping up all over the place. So you will be influencing the decision um, long before they pick up the phone. And you'll be increasing your chances that they will pick up the phone because it seems like they know you. It seems like they know us. They know your personality. They see you as a leader in the marketplace. So we can affect this research. We can get involved earlier in the process. And we need to do this. So um, the next thing, you know, this is certainly not um, related to just millennials, but millennials are putting this at the top of their list, and that's trust, okay? And that really is the core um, foundational component of any purchasing decision, trust. So how can you, Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. salesperson, show these millennial buyers that they should trust you? And there's only one way to do it. It's being real, it's being genuine, it's being authentic. It's putting yourself out there as more than just a um, a sales guy or gal or an employee of XYZ company. You know, what kind of person are you? Who do you work with? What do you do outside of work? What's important to you? How have you helped people? Why should they have a meeting with you? So this is kind of be part and parcel of what you need to build out from a content perspective, from a personal brand and from influencing your company's brand. Um, Number two, connectedness. Connectedness. Um, are you connected on social? Are you connected to the buyer, to the buyer's organization? That's important. Do they know you already? Do you have a number of contacts in common? Have you worked with anybody in the organization before? Um, do you have many followers across social? Are you a thought leader? Are people coming to you to solve these problems? 
or are you um, basically, you know, anonymous? Do you have an incomplete profile? Do you have a missing picture? Do you have a resume-like LinkedIn profile? Do you have only a handful of followers? Are you not on Twitter? Are you not on Instagram? Um, you know, that's going to be uh, working against you with the millennial buyer. Um, you know, the next one, compatibility. You know, they want you to be compatible to fit into the organization. So, again, culture uh, is important. Personality. Um, you know, this is where you personalize and understand by, by fully understanding the buyer issues. Um, you can demonstrate that compatibility. Your pitch will demonstrate compatibility um, with what the buyer is looking for, right? Very important. Um, next one. You know, no surprise, but they like um, kind of short bursts of um, content. You know, bite-sized content, easy-to-digest content, video content, as you might imagine. Are you doing this? You know, are you tweeting? Are you out there regularly? Are you doing daily, uh, you know, little shares or, or articles? You know, this is what these buyers, these millennial buyers, um, are looking for. Um, I'm just looking to see. Certainly, the article goes on to say that first impressions um, matter more than ever today. And also, another great point was that the, the consumer-type experience is really transferring over to B2B today. You know, experience, right? I mean, how many times have we heard customer experience is the number one differentiator? What sort of experience are you delivering to this B2B millennial buyer? It's exceptionally important. Um, you know, and, and are you delivering value? You know, they are no different than the other buyers. They want value. They want personalization. They don't want generic emails. They don't want cold calls with no idea of where they are in the process. Um, you know, they don't want this, you know, kind of naked outreach. Um, you know, so it's, it's really, really important. Um, just looking through the article here to see if there's anything else in here that I might have missed. Um, you know, uh, they also um, are looking to understand and want to focus more on benefits, on the business benefits. Um, you know, uh, there's been so much written about, you know, moving away from feature function, right? Discussing value, discussing benefits, um, tying it back to the challenges and the issues. So discovery is going to be really important um, with this group. Um, so the important thing, again, to, to reiterate is that, and we heard this from another study, uh, I think the gyro study, the buyers, when they come to the table, when they form these groups, they already have someone in mind. They already have an idea of who they might be going with. So more and more reason why we need to connect earlier in the process to be able to help set the buying agenda, to be able to get these meetings and establish ourselves as a strategic part of the team as a subject matter expert that can help them to solve problems. 
Um, you know, again, uh, talking about whether the solution here reduces cost or saves time or integrates sources of information, connects or organizes, informs, or provides access to hard-to-find data. You know, these are all things that these buyers um, are looking for. You know, and I'm just seeing again here that it was a Forrester study that said the digital natives prefer short bursts of information, often in visual formats. They think phone calls are tedious and disruptive. So you've got to have your online shtick down to be able to work with these buyers. Um, so good information from this um, HBR article study from Merit Group and also Forrester. So think about when you're doing your research today, when you're going to reach out or if someone has reached out to you, um, if they are a millennial, you need to pivot and you need to make sure that you're dealing with all of these checkboxes, whether you've got your visual content down, whether you're showing that your corporate personality uh, is coming through, um, whether you're talking about philanthropy, the environment, um, values, um, are you making things easy for them to understand? Um, are you personalizing? Um, so think about all these things. It's very important. And, um, you know, let's continue to discuss this. And good luck in your selling. Remember, keep things uh, to a higher standard. Always put the extra time and effort in to get to learn about the person or the prospect and understand their issues. And good luck selling those millennial buyers. And until next time, this is Dan signing off. Peace.